All right. Hello, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in to this spectacular episode of the Geek Garage podcast. I'm your host, David Dassaw, and joined with me, as per usual, is my good friend and co-host, Ted White. How are you doing, good sir? I am. Uh, I'm hanging in, David. The weather is uh, the weather's being a little bitch right now, basically. Yeah. Back and uh, forth, back and forth. It's yeah. like one of those inflatable clowns that like you know you punch and it dives yeah, down it and then it comes and, yeah, springs back up yeah. yeah um if it could stop going from 75 to 40 that would be dope mm-hmm. that would be very dope yeah yeah but otherwise our- i mean you know every day above the dirt's a good one right yeah yes indeed uh, e- even if it is filled with blowing your nose five thousand times a day and rubbing your nose raw from tissues mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know it all things considered, it's a good one. So, yeah, yeah, but yeah, today, uh, I'm I'm fucking amped about this episode. Uh, pumped, like yes, like, like kicks, right? Like pump up the jam, pump it yeah. up, get your feet and pump it. Yeah, um, we're gonna dive into that in just a minute, but before we do, we got a few things to cover. Um, just a. Like we have been saying uh, the last several episodes, thank you to our current subscribers and to our new subscribers. If you are a new listener to the podcast or just recently started listening or you stopped listening and then decided to check back in and be like, hey, have those idiots decided to stop being idiots? Uh, no. The answer is no. Uh, no. <laughs> however. But welcome back. Right. <laughs> but but welcome back to the shit show. Well, it's the shit show. Um uh you know, it's funny cuz it's the big show. Anyways, uh so yes, welcome one and all. Second of all, I believe we need uh, it's actually just the last stuff before we hit the intro music. It's just a bunch of Facebook stuff like uh, first of all, we have the Avengers Bracket Brawl. It, uh, it ended um, at the end of March, and um, we just, uh, I was going to say we decided to crown a winner, but... Um, Obviously, that's I mean, the point of a tournament, so... <laughs> y- yes, I- I'm just describing, being like, grass is green! Um, but yes, so Miss Wanda Maximoff slash Scarlet Witch was the winner, so... Congrats. That's the correct answer. Also, thank you for everyone who voted. <laughs> right. Um. I so funny little story. I accidentally put Doctor Strange <laughs> at first. Um. Because like I, it's not like I wanted to s- sneak that in all sneaky, sneaky. Like I just when I logged into Facebook that morning and saw like I went to go look to see who had the most votes. Like. I mean, Scarlet Witch obviously had the most votes, but my eye just caught on Doctor Strange because that's who I personally voted for. And um, and so I put in Doctor Strange and then like three minutes later, I got a text from a friend saying like, um, I think you misspoke. I- I'm pretty sure Scarlet Witch won. And I was like, oh, fuck, you're right. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, obviously, I'm I'm very professional. I'm doing great here. Uh, doing just fantastic work. Uh, but it's all free, so, you know, get fucked. Uh, so, good. yes. <laughs> so, yes. Uh, congratulations to uh, Miss Scarlet Witch for 
for, for taking home the gold. Um, she definitely deserves it. Um, and I mean, anyone who can rewrite the, what the human genome or make mutants, not a thing anymore, then that's the winner. Seems, yeah. seems like that's the, that's the ticket. So congratulations to her. Uh, second Facebook poll is, uh, the one that we, it was kind of a, I guess a flash poll that we did, um, earlier this afternoon. I, I meant to release it earlier, like yesterday, um, which would have been Thursday the first, uh, but I forgot, um, once again, this is what you get. And it was simply team Kong or team Godzilla. And even though the results may vary, like I said, um, I just posted this uh, earlier this afternoon. So by the time this episode comes out, the results may have changed. But as of right now, uh, Kong is in the lead with uh, just by one vote over Godzilla. So it is, I mean, it, it's pretty darn close. But yeah, he, uh, Kong is in the lead. Ted, thoughts? <laughs> that's wrong but i mean i i expect very little from our listeners and yet remain disappointed so <laughs> well um you know it's sad but true uh that's that's the thing and um yeah uh i i honestly that was a little shocking i wouldn't be super surprised if um, as more people see the poll, uh, assuming that happens and more people mm-hmm. vote, I wouldn't be surprised if Godzilla takes the lead. Uh, I don't know. It, it just seems like Godzilla holds a closer place in a lot of our fans' hearts than Kong does. But I could be wrong. Um, Kong could remain uh, remain the victor. So who knows? Uh, but anyways... Um, that was a decent segue into our um, our main events this evening, which we will get to right after the intro music. Ted, are you ready? Yeah, uh, hit that hit that shit. That funky music. All right, boop. <laughs> Ted, so Godzilla versus Kong. It's this is the movie that we have been waiting for for uh, for quite Pretty a while, much right? Since it was announced, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. When yeah. when did when did we know that this movie was going to be a thing? Like, was it back when they did Kong? Was it that far far back, or was it? I want to say that we knew there was going to be a Godzilla versus Kong either right around right before king of the monsters came out maybe mm-hmm. right i feel like right around that time is is when i, I remember hearing about it yeah. um as it's kind of like the the tail end or the next two films and the and the quote-unquote monster versus I, I believe that's at least that's what i'm remembering now i could be wrong you know right i'm not a very online person so somebody who's uh, online more than me can be like well actually uh, on reddit on june the 15th of 2017 then no one cares bro but uh <laughs> I, I that's what i remember hearing about it 
Yeah, I think that's when it was like officially announced was shortly after uh, King of the Monsters came out. I remember like there was a, a ton of speculation after Kong came out because there was a lot of references to I mean, obviously, like Monarch was a big part of Skull Island. Right. Um, and, you know, Monarch was a part of the the 2014 Godzilla film. And so they were like, OK, there's some continuity here. Like, you know, could, could we see a monster verse forming? Um, mm-hmm. And so I but I, I think at that point it was just speculation. But alas, we finally fucking get it. And yeah, like a year shit, late, dude. Yeah. <laughs> but dude um it was was good (laughs) (laughs) yeah i my only regret is that we didn't get to go see it in imax but yeah i think we can thank all the fucking mouth breathing covid people for that (laughs) yeah but i i think we have plans right i mean yeah i I definitely i definitely still want to see it in imax yeah yeah it, it took a lot of restraint on my part to not watch this movie again. <laughs> like I basically just wanted to rewatch it right as it ended. Um, it's, it's so fucking good. Um, it, it definitely met and exceeded all my expectations. Um, I, yeah. I'm not sure about you, but yeah. A- after my rewatch of King of the Monsters, I was like, Oh God, Godzilla vs Kong is going to suck. Isn't it? Like I just had this, this like, <laughs> awful downer cloud of pessimism going on about yeah. it even though uh, like i knew like no matter what i'm gonna like this movie because it's godzilla and king kong like jesus christ they'd have to really fucking butcher it for me to not get something out of it right um, but i was really just like oh god it's gonna suck it's gonna suck isn't it and then i watched it and within the first like two minutes i was like this is the best movie i've ever seen like this the <laughs> uh obviously that's hyperbole you know but um right i just like looking at king of the monsters effects and then looking at godzilla versus kong and i know you know it's been a couple of years of computing power and processing power and animate all i know technology gets better but like it's like night and day it's it's absolutely beautiful it's like, amazing yeah like just all the detail and uh i yeah, just just the detail in like Kong's fur and like the it's the like blowing in the wind, right? It's it, it looks it, amazing. It, yeah, it's insanity. I was like, what is what is happening here? And like you can see everything clearly. They remember to take the dust filter off, <laughs> right? Yeah, um, man. Yeah, and and I was like when I. Uh, when I turned on HBO, I was like, all right, the kids are in bed. Lindsay's in bed. The dog's in bed. Everyone has agreed to leave me the F alone for the <laughs> evening so I can enjoy this movie uninterrupted. Like, so I can simulate a theater experience. Yeah. And I went to HBO and it was like presented in the highest quality format. Uh, yeah. for your 4k television and i was like i am ready for this <laughs> my body <laughs> like my, is bo- ready. my body is ready for you <laughs> yeah we um i i watched it uh wednesday which was the first day that it was available in the u.s as far as mm-hmm. i know at least i mean i didn't for, watch for it immediately H- uh for hbo max um yeah i i didn't watch it immediately upon release like because i have a day job i can't stay i'm not 22 yes. anymore i can't we're, stay up all fucking night I'm yes old man. we're adulting 
yes, I'm an old man with responsibilities. Um, but I, I did watch it Wednesday night after work. Um, uh, my girlfriend and I, and kind of like you said, like everything was set up for it to be perfect. Even the dog was just like chill. He's never chill for that long, yeah. but he just like laid down and was quiet. And afterwards I was like, thank you. You have, you, you are a good boy. <laughs> you have my utmost respect. I mean, he immediately had like a 10 minute long shit fit once the movie credits started rolling, but you know what? He earned it. He can have that. One. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's, uh, it's not without issues, but sure. I mean, as with no, uh, any other as movie with any movie, right. Um, but I will say that it it reminds me a lot of the Godzilla movies, kind of like King of the Monsters did. The Godzilla movies that were just like, "Hey, look here's here's guys in rubber suits pretending to fight." Mm-hmm. And um, while those aren't always my favorite of the Godzilla films, I had a lot of fun with this one. A lot of fun yeah. with it. I was very pleasantly surprised. There's some real dumb shit in it. I mean, some <laughs> real dumb shit. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, as we said on the last episode, to to love Godzilla is to be very forgiving. And in this case, you have to be a little forgiving. Yeah, for sure. Um, so, so yeah, the, those are, you know, the, the tip of the iceberg general thoughts and feelings on it. Uh, what let, let's start to unpack this on, on a slightly deeper level. Do you have a preference of what we tackle first? Uh, nah, man. Just uh, whatever, whatever you're feeling. Let's just kind of freewheel it. Yeah. Uh, so let's let's start with kind of uh, like the storyline. Um, I I was a fan of how how they followed up with the hollow earth theory that they've been talking about for like the last like five movies. Uh, I, I was kind of glad that that wasn't something that just fell by the wayside and they were like, Oh yeah, we're, we're just ditching that. Like, like they actually pursued it in this movie and yeah. the, the payoff was fucking incredible. Like, and, and even like you said, like, you said in retrospect, you weren't sure if it was a 2001 space odyssey reference, Mm -hmm. but when you told me you were like, Hey, be on the lookout for something like that. I was like, okay. And I was like, Oh shit. Well, there it is. (laughs) Like when they entered the, uh, um, the, you know, the, the, I guess the hollow earth, Mm -hmm. uh, where they went, what was it like a billion miles in two seconds? I don't know. It, it was, it was it, something crazy um, where yeah. they did like the gravity inversion. I, I, it's all just like techno babble. It's nonsense. You know? <laughs> right. But, uh, but, but yeah, they, they get there and they're just following Kong and you know, it's, it's like 5,000 times the size of skull Island, And, you know, so he's like frolicking around, but, and, and like, as soon as <laughs> like predators try and get at him, he's like, Oh no, fam. <laughs> yeah i i did think it was it, it it's terrible to say but it kind of amused me how they're all just flying along and all of a sudden the one ship full of nobody who's a named character just gets destroyed and then <laughs> right. uh you know they try gang up on kong and kong's like i ain't no bitch <laughs> 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 yeah um I, I just thought of this uh, should we have thrown out a spoiler alert for people or uh, 
Meh. <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> I, I feel mean, like it, the movie's been out three days. I mean, if uh, I generally am, <laughs> I generally am pro spoiler. But if you're listening to an episode about a three day old movie, then you haven't watched it yet. You're doing something wrong. I don't know. <laughs> right. Um. But no. Um. So yeah, I was I was happy that they followed up with the Hollow Earth stuff. Um. I, I thought those scenes were absolutely beautiful. Um. Uh, the 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 apex company i thought was kind of interesting i mm-hmm. uh, were they were they mentioned at all uh in previous movies i, I feel like they're like a, a brand new thing to i i to think this movie. that i think that they're new um i'm i'm trying to rack my brain i don't remember hearing about it. it's always been like monarch um mm-hmm. and i think that they're a new creation for this film at least yeah. from what i can remember yeah for sure um yeah i feel like apex was created like they're almost like a shell company where like they they produce yeah. like ipads and shit but what they're really into is like tricking godzilla into destroying some shit so they can break out mecha godzilla yeah um be like oh no fam yeah i mean we we called it on i mean not just us a lot of people called it um right, when the first yeah. trailer dropped like that's mecha godzilla and i was like so i i was pretty confident going in like i was like God, mecha godzilla is going to be involved in some capacity and and i think he's going to be the quote-unquote big bad you know yeah um and and the movie kind of played out sort of like i thought it would which is not a knock you know i mean mm-hmm. i don't expect it to be high art i expect to see fake monsters fighting that's what i signed <laughs> up for and that's what i got um, right but uh, to get back to Apex, yeah, I mean, I, I thought it was cool. Um, I thought that the owner and his daughter, um, both of whom, bo- uh, both of their names escaped me in this moment, but I thought they were a little, like, too comically evil. Um, sh- sh- yeah. Just sure. just a bit over the top. Um, mm-hmm. And I understand, like, obviously you want them to be the antagonists, right? Um, right. I just, I was watching it. I watched it with my girlfriend, and the whole time, every single time that the daughter was on screen, she was just like, "I want her to die." <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "You'll get your wish, trust me." And uh, I'm not gonna say that she cheered and clapped when when the character did meet her demise, but there was oh, some man. some some joy. In, in she was fucking crushed into oblivion with dope. like all all of her yeah I, I violence, mean, I, violence against women is not funny or okay but watching uh her get crushed by king kong was kind of dope actually <laughs> i mean there was some other dudes on that ship so you know it was yeah uh, it wasn't totally sexist the, right. right we're we're <laughs> in the clear it's <laughs> hashtag it's not totally sexist right <laughs> God. Uh, yeah. One of the things I did like about Apex, or that I thought was cool, is that um, Doctor Serizawa's son uh, was part of that team that was working on Mechagodzilla, and I believe he was actually the the pilot, if I'm not mistaken, or the the try, tried to be the pilot for Mechagodzilla. Uh, right. Um, yeah. Kind of hooked which, into it via Cerebro or some shit. Yeah, yeah Cerebro. Yeah, <laughs> basically. Um, yeah. And uh, I, I thought that was cool because in, I think it's in King of the Monsters, you know, Dr. Sarazawa says, I have a son, you know, trying to relate to Kyle Chandler's terrible character. Um, <laughs> right. Uh, so that that was cool. Um, kind of makes sense because, you know, he, he, he might, we, we don't get a lot out of that character. Like he doesn't have a lot of background or dialogue or yeah, reason he to had, exist. Right. Um, he has 
Yeah, there, I mean, there's really no reason for him to be related to Sirizawa at, at, at all. Um, just for the simple fact that they wanted to throw that in. I mean, they, mm. you know, I, we were talking, like, I don't even think that they hinted or said plainly in the movie, like, hey, I'm his son or, or anything. Yeah, I, I think, you know just given the name i think the viewer is supposed to put two and two together which right you know is for, fair for, for us who just rewatched the other two godzilla movies or the, you know the other movies in the monsterverse series like it's probably a pretty easy bridge to cross for somebody yeah. who saw king of the monsters once when it was new uh or any of the other films you know when they were new it's probably not as obvious you know yeah um generally speaking of course yeah um his existence and um you know the other guy the the guy that uh with the uh yeah that i I guess he was the ceo of Mm. um, of apex like Mm. i was kind of confused by just their overall existence and the fact that like no one else from the previous movies like were here (laughs) at all like uh, so yeah. like really no one from uh, except for uh 11 and her dad Millie like, Bobby Brown yeah right yeah like they were the only ones there like there's no no one from Godzilla King of the Monsters um obviously we didn't really expect anyone from Skull Island to be in here because that took place in the 70s right they will um, be old but, or dead right but like no one from the the 2014 uh Godzilla movie was in it really um yeah i was kind of somewhat surprised i guess that there weren't more returning characters i mean i I get it you know millie bobby brown's character madison you know um she's she's very popular so i understand why they wanted to bring her back in a pretty significant role right um kyle chandler nothing against you bro but if you're never in another godzilla movie it'll still be too soon for me um (laughs) i hate your character with the passion of a thousand burning suns um i don't know and i was kind of disappointed because like i was i'm watching it and the intro credits and it's like lance reddick and i was like oh fuck yeah lance reddick rules and he's in like two scenes as basically a guy who stands next to kyle chandler (laughs) i think he has two lines of dialogue and i was like god damn it (laughs) which which one was he uh lance reddick is the he's the guy um when they're in hong kong he's the guy at the computer that literally is like briefs kyle chandler and then is seen in one other scene and then is is no more he also played uh he was on the wire uh he also plays Kiron in in the john wick uh the concierge in the john wick series i gotcha okay um oh yeah he's been a lot of other things too but um i don't know i to kind of pivot back to Millie Bobby Brown and her character of, of Madison, like that whole side story with, um, I, I, I don't know the other, the other kid's name, the other actor's name that her, her friend. Uh, yeah, he was, uh, he was in Deadpool too. I, I can't remember the actor's name yeah, either. But... Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's, I thought he looked kind of familiar, but I couldn't remember his name. He wasn't Deadpool too. You're right. Um, and then, uh, was it Brian Tyree Henry? Um, yeah. I was like, there do not need to be three of you. <laughs> There, they, there just does not. Um, I saw. I can't take credit for this, but I saw. I was, I was on a forum, um, mm-hmm. and somebody was like, "It seems like if they were going to flash forward a few years, and and Godzilla's 
or Godzilla vs. Kong is set, I think, 10 years exactly after the 2014 film. So um, it would be, you know, 2024 in-universe. Mm-hmm. They they could have easily made Millie Bobby Brown's character, like, intern an intern at Apex. Oh, yeah. Which I think would have solved a lot of problems with, like, too many, you know, t- too much going on. Brian Tyree, Brian Tyree Henry, excuse me, his character, Bernie, was funny. And I think mm-hmm. had some very funny parts and, and brought some much needed levity to the film as the comedic, yeah. you know, part, sort of the comic relief. Right. But um, I also was kind of like, I don't need all of you, you know. <laughs> um, although I did, I did think it was funny that he kept calling that one kid tap water. That was fucking. That <laughs> right. Yeah. His his whole like podcast thing, and you know, being all like tinfoil hat and conspiracy and the fact that it like all played out to be true like it kind of cracked me up yeah Um, i i also got a good laugh at the end of the film where he's talking to call channel and he's like i just want to say would you come on my podcast that was so (laughs) fucking funny to me i was like dude now is not the time (laughs) right but i I was like man i can relate (laughs) right Um, but yeah, like the, the three of them and their, their story within the film, like I didn't mind it. Like it definitely wasn't my favorite thing. I, but I didn't hate it. Like it's, it's kind of hard to describe. Like I, there really isn't a part of this movie that I dislike or hate. And, And, you know, we, we talked a little bit about you know in, in king of the monsters like we both just recently revisited revisited it uh to do the previous episode on godzilla and we're like we found <laughs> quite a few more issues with it than we did right uh, upon our initial watch uh so it, it is possible that I, I might have a change of heart about you know that part of the story or Mm -hmm. just other parts of the movie in general um upon a second third fourth and uh, 17th watch um but for now like i don't i get that like they they kind of bridged a gap uh for for, you know parts of the movie like and and it was kind of neat to like watch them like physically go through the movie and mm-hmm. and kind of like end up in Hong Kong, which is where the movie climaxes. So I, mm-hmm. I thought the logistics of all that playing out was kind of neat. I, and I think that's why I didn't really mind it as much. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, one, one thing, one last thing about them and then we can move on. But the part where they wind up in the craft that's going from um, wherever it is in Pensacola or wherever it is in Florida to Hong uh-huh. Kong. Um, and Madison's like, where do they get skull crawlers? I was like, how do you even know what skull crawlers fucking are? Like, (laughs) (laughs) I don't remember that ever being a thing that your path crossed. Now, I mean, you know, maybe I'm just being a nitpicky asshole. Probably I am because obviously, you know, both of her, both of her parents worked at Monarch and I'm sure that, you know, they had some, uh, she could have learned it very easily from that, but I was just kind of like what the fuck? <laughs> Although <laughs> yeah, I was happy I, to see skull crawlers make a comeback cause they fucking rule. Yeah. Um, except that well, <laughs> the well, one that we did somewhat see, of a comeback. <laughs> he got, uh, yeah, he got tore a new asshole. Mm. <laughs> God. Yeah. Um, man, like he, he did not have a good day. <laughs> mm. 
Yeah. Uh, um, you want to talk about Mechagodzilla? Yeah, let's let's do it. Um, yeah. This guy, uh, he gave Godzilla the business. Um, mm-hmm. that, that was I, like. I f- yeah, I, I mean that that was like I audibly said that when I was I was like, well, shit, he is giving yeah. him the business. <laughs> yeah, I um I I I liked the way they set up Mechagodzilla, where they had the the head of Ghidorah Monster Zero mm-hmm. as sort of the quote unquote brains, if you will. Right. Yeah, makes sense. I like that for two reasons. Number one. It's a it's a cool throwback to you know Monster Zero, who is the king and mm-hmm. shall remain so. Um, two, I also thought it set up a a nice little like pseudo rematch where, um, now even though Mechagodzilla is a is a robot or a Mecha, with that head controlling it, there's that sort of like revenge factor, if you will. Um, right. going against Godzilla, which I think is another part of the reason why he gave Godzilla, as you said, the business, which, <laughs> uh-huh. which he very much did. He whooped that ass. Uh, yeah. Because my man was already winded from whooping Kong's ass, but that's another, <laughs> we'll, we'll get to that. Right. Yeah. Um, no, I, uh, man, um, <laughs> I, I just like, I'm I'm thinking back to just this scene where like Godzilla's like, yeah, you stay down, asshole, and then he turns around and he's like, oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> and then everyone in Hong Kong is like, what the fuck? Like Well <laughs> <laughs> Well, it was nice knowing everyone. Um but yeah, like they I don't know, just the design of Mecha Godzilla, like I I thought was interesting, like the way they just the way they designed him like he mm-hmm. was very very lean um he kind of reminded me of like a megazord from power rangers uh like like he he resembled godzilla in a way but it was almost like the skeleton of godzilla like they mm-hmm. literally cut out like all the fat and so he could you know be nimble like um like a you know like a yeah, boxer I mean, that's, or a kickboxer that's similar like, similar to how the um original mecha godzilla was um not necessarily in this in the sense of like abilities quote-unquote abilities or like fighting styles or what have you but just um you know there was definitely that visual similarity to godzilla but very obviously robotic like the original mecha godzilla is all silver and, and metal metallic you know just like this one is right um I, I when I first saw the design, like a leaked concept, I was like, "Oh, that's bad." It looked like the the leaked design did not look good. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely liked the finished product infinitely more than that one. I still like the classic Mechagodzilla look, probably because that's just you know, that's what I saw when I was ten. And like I said on the last episode, I saw it through a ten year old's eyes, not a jaded thirty five year old's eyes. Right. Um, but uh, I was pleasantly surprised with how it turned out because I had very low expectations going in. Like I said, based on what I had seen and what I what I'd read. Um. So yeah, I I still kind of think that they got the order of the films backwards. Um. I I, I still kind of think that this should have been the second Godzilla movie, and then King of the Monsters should have been the finale, if you will. If if they do end hmm. up 
you know, stopping. Although, you know, the Showa era ended with, with Mechagodzilla and having already introduced Ghidorah. So, I mean, I, I, you know, there's some precedent to it. I just, based on what they showed, um, in the two films we got, like Ghidorah is basically this un- unstoppable killing machine that Godzilla has to go nuclear and, and, you know, have Mothra's blessing and all this to defeat. And then right. it's just like, and now there's a robot, you know? Um, yeah. Excuse me, a mecha. That was one line in the in the film that I did not like. I thought that was kind of terrible. It's Robo Godzilla. No, it's Mecha Godzilla. I was like, all right, guys, we get it. We fucking stop. You know. <laughs> yeah, uh, it, it was. I felt like that was one of those obligatory moments where they had to say the name Mecha Godzilla, and they were like, all right, well, there's no way around making this like cringeworthy or making it not sound cringeworthy. Yeah. So like, it, it, it it's just a game of how do we make it sound the least amount of mm. cringe? Um, I, I will and- say though, that um, in terms of eye rolly lines, they, they thankfully kept it somewhat to a minimum in this one. There were not, oh, it yeah. wasn't like King of the monsters where it was like, we're trying to make quips that are not funny and are not landing. Um, right. There were a lot fewer of those in this film. Oh yeah. I, I felt like that they, I felt like they learned a lot with the last couple of movies with the fact that like just shut the fuck up and let the monsters fight or like tell the story uh like with visual storytelling um versus like dialogue and exposition mm-hmm. um no i mean there there definitely still were comedic moments don't 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 misunderstand what i'm saying here like we just talked right. about um brian terry henry's character being kind of comic relief in some ways as well yeah as, like, like he he had like one of my favorite lines. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, it's okay. I, I Go just, ahead. Um, I just uh, it, since we're still kind of talking about Mecha Godzilla, anyways, like when you know, uh, you know, Sirizawa's like brain gets fried, and mm-hmm. or you know whatever happens in that scene where you know he uh, it overloads or whatever, and he's no longer in control of Mecha Godzilla. He becomes autonomous or whatever. And, you know, he, you see him turn like 45 degrees and start like slowly marching as, uh, as the, the CEO dude is like making that big impassioned speech mm-hmm. about like being like the goat and all that. And they're just like slowly backing up and he, he's like, what? And all of a sudden he just gets wiped the fuck out. Yeah. And, and dude, uh, I forget exactly what he says, but he's like, man, I really wanted to hear. I really want to hear the end of that speech. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So like, like I said, don't, don't misunderstand. There are some genuinely funny moments, but like we talked about in the last episode with King of the Monsters, a line where she's like, Oh, that's Ghidorah. And, and the one guy's like, what did she say? It sounded like she said gonorrhea. Like there was n- thankfully none of that. Right. Um, and the, the eye rolly lines were kept to a minimum, which I appreciated. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you mentioned, you know, they, they seem to have learned a lot from the last couple of movies. And I think, I think you're very much on, you know, on the right track with that. I yeah. think that they went with a lot of the feedback from 2014 Godzilla was like, the monsters aren't in it enough. Okay. Mm-hmm. So in King of the Monsters, it's like, here's all, all the monsters. monsters. <laughs> right. And then people were like, oh, well, you know, there's these problems and that. And I think Godzilla versus Kong does a, a, a pretty good job, all things considered, of sort of merging in the middle where the big complaint from the King difference. of the Monsters, right, the big complaint from King of the Monsters was all the fights are obscured, all the monsters are obscured. It's like like I kind of jokingly said a few times, like they had the, the dust filter on. And right. this movie does a great job of 
they're front and center and you can see them clearly even the fights yes. at night like you see everything clearly which is great um and, and I, I think you're right i think they have learned a lot from the last two films and and actually listened to the criticism some of which are, are very valid some of which are just like shut the fuck up internet people um <laughs> But I think that they did do a great job in a lot of respects of, like you said, splitting the difference in this one. Yeah. And you kind of hit on a couple things that I think would make a, a pretty good segue into talking about like the scale and scope of mm-hmm. uh, of just the the way that they shot Kong and Godzilla, like how they they just did a fantastic job, in my opinion, of showing you know, how big they are in comparison to, um, to everything around them. Yeah. Uh, like one scene in particular, uh, it it just happens to be like one of the the more emotional scenes in the movie and not going to lie. I definitely did a single tear for this. Um, but it's when you realize that the little girl has been teaching Kong sign language Mm-hmm. And, you know, and he, they're talking about home and stuff and Kong misses home and, you know, it's raining out. But like you get this fantastic um, shot of her holding up her hand and it's just like this speck on the tip of his his pointer finger. You almost can't even see her in, in yeah. a couple of scenes where they're together just because it it does try to drive home visually that that vast difference in size i I think that's a good call um and we talked about that in the last couple episodes that that's something that is one of the things that they've done well with the legendary films um in the monster verses that the sense of scope and like just that i hate this word but like just it being epic in in scope and size um that's something that they've done very well and continued with this one yeah, for sure. Um, no, I, I, I think, I, I feel like they did it. They managed to do it a lot better or, or just maybe they had more opportunities to do it with Kong than they did with Godzilla. It also felt like Kong was in the movie a lot more than, than Godzilla was. I, and I guess that's true. Like he kind of was like... I don't know. Um, I don't want to say it was like Kong's movie because it's Godzilla versus Kong. Like it's supposed to be like their movie, but like, I I feel like he's in it substantially. And, you know, you're giving a lot more opportunities to see just how big Kong is. Um, Yeah. Maybe they were trying to show like, you know, we're talking about in previous episodes, how, you know, Kong wasn't fully grown. And so mm-hmm. we were supposed to expect a size difference. And so maybe they were trying to drive the point home with that, uh, with all those visuals. Yeah. I, I, I would go one step further and I would say that this is definitely Kong's movie. Um, Godzilla oh, yeah. wins both fights between he and Kong because obviously, I mean, let's get a fucking, let's not get a twist here people. But uh-huh. um, I, I think, you know, it starts with Kong a lot of the scenes with the humans are those that deal with Kong. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, Matt, Madison, Bernie and the other kid who doesn't warrant me learning his name. Apparently I'm sorry, dude. Um, <laughs> they, uh, you know, they're, I guess the quote unquote team Godzilla in a way, because they're tracking him and she's the one that's like, he's never done this before. Well, we have to find out why. 
but um i think generally speaking it feels more like a kong movie or it felt more like a kong movie to me when i was watching it right even even in so far as like during the fight sequences uh or particularly the first one on the on the on the ship like you're surrounded by quote-unquote team kong and you're seeing it through their perspective as with godzilla as the aggressor Mm -hmm. um so I, 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 to me, it was more like a Kong movie than a Godzilla movie, even though Godzilla is, you know, first in, first in the title, which is probably more just an alphabetical thing. Um, right. You know, but that said, I mean, it's still, that, that's not a knock on the movie. That's just, it felt more like a Kong film to me, or it felt like Kong was more of the central focus of the movie because it begins and ends with him. Right. Yeah. And that's definitely a fair point. And plus, like, I, I think just with the history of the two characters i think kong has been more about finding like the human elements and godzilla Mm -hmm. is more of like i don't know if it's like the opposite but like godzilla is always like lizard man (laughs) like you know he's like the the reptile dinosaur creature that like if you're lucky he'll spare your fucking life (laughs) right Um, or or whole whole like he might wreck your city, but he's going to like fight some monsters off um, mm-hmm. and then just go back into the ocean. Whereas like Kong, like I feel like he's got this very like emotional tie to it. Uh, yeah. I mean, they, they definitely, they assign Kong a lot of this, a lot of similar characteristics to other captive apes and captive gorillas, right. like learning sign language and, and forging a bond of someone with something. Now, you know, the bond with the Kong girl, I mean, that's kind of a Kong trope in, in a lot of ways, but right. they definitely tried to make him a more humanized character rather than just giant monkey. Yeah. Um, you know, to, to varying degrees of success. I thought there were some parts where I was like, that makes a lot of sense. And then there's some parts where I was just like, that's stupid. You should not have done that, but that's just my opinion. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, it's a movie about giant creatures fighting. I got what I wanted, you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I wanted to talk a little bit about the cinematography. Um, it's fucking fantastic. Uh, the end. That's it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the movie looks great. I I personally think that of the three films, uh, well, not three films, because I guess there are four films in the MonsterVerse with Skull Island, but of the four films, I don't, I think King of the Monsters and Godzilla 14 both looked better in terms of shot composition and some of the interesting things they did with, with the framing. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is no slouch. I mean, there's definitely some cool stuff in this as well. Yeah. Uh, one thing that I think, so I, I don't know if I necessarily agree with that, uh, you know, uh, whole hog, but I, 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 I mean, definitely props to the other movies like you know they i think this movie wanted to do something different um and i think that different thing that they tried to do they did really well and one of those things was the perspective they gave you like a lot of great opportunities to get different perspectives of the fight. And one of, one of my favorites was, excuse me. One of my favorites was when, um, 
you know, when they're fighting in Hong Kong, like you'll get a shot of it's almost like first person, like when Kong is charging mm-hmm. Godzilla or vice versa. Um, one shot that it, that is kind of similar that just really sticks out among them all is that one shot. I, I think it's I'm pretty sure it's when Kong is facing off against Godzilla. It's that shot when they're fighting and the camera is like in that building on that like abandoned floor and you're like looking out into the city and you see the monsters fighting and then all of a sudden they crash into the building. I was like, holy fucking shit. Like it was just an amazing shot and I'm getting like goosebumps just thinking about it. Um, But yeah, just, I mean, like by the time the the final this final fight between the two of them before mecha godzilla i i'm not gonna lie i was like all right i'm ready for the fight now <laughs> like it it's it, it seemed it was like teetering on that line of like all right enough dilly dallying let's get to the let's get to the main event here let's get it on yeah um but i think it popped off like at the right time i was like all right like perfect timing um and and when it i was like holy shit did it fucking deliver um mm-hmm. it's just like just non-stop like just oh like boom boom battling fucking mm-hmm. action uh, yeah. i just yeah i love I, it i did like in the hong kong fight where kong like thinks he's won and he's going in like uh, and godzilla gets up like i hear no bell pussy <laughs> <laughs> Oh shit! Uh, yeah, yeah. I had I had a lot of fun with my uh, you know stupid one liners like that, and <laughs> girlfriend was just like, "Oh my god, stop! Will you stop, please? Are you ten? Are you ten years old?" When I was like, "Yes, right now I am." <laughs> uh, yeah, um, yeah. I remember when you and I first started watching movies together. You apologized like every five minutes. Profusely, you were like, I, yeah. You, you were like, yeah. I'm, I am the I'm worst sorry. person in the world to watch movies with because I, I'm always like cracking stupid jokes as but the film's I, going on. Right, but I like learned to love it, and like when we would go see, like I felt like we would go see movies on random nights, uh, like on purpose because we knew that people wouldn't be there. Like we we would be two out of like four people in the theater and we right. could crack fucking jokes like that um I, I think like you know when maybe when the like we went to go see john wick for the second time um mm. like that was that was a fun one <laughs> yeah um but yeah uh just yeah that fight and then you know when when kong like i don't was that technically a submission like, like i mean it, he stepped on my man's chest <laughs> <laughs> yeah and basically it, basically killed him because um you know the the little girl gia i think her, or i think her character's name was ran up and was like his heart slowing down he's dying yeah uh, well you know she signed that and then then the um her caretaker the other the, the other doctor was like kong is dying and i was like yeah that's right he stepped to the king you come with the king you best not miss <laughs> and uh uh, my girlfriend is a little more compassionate than I am. <laughs> <laughs> Was not appreciative of that. Um, yeah, I, I don't know, man. I I had problems with the movie, right? But mm-hmm. I saw a lot of reviews that were just like shitty about it, and I was like, "Do you do you not have fun? Like, 
nobody is expecting this movie. I, I hate, I hate pseudo film criticism. And, and I'm, you know, I say that fully cognizant of the fact that like what I do is pseudo film criticism. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but I hate people that like are so jaded on movies that they can't just enjoy a dumb fucking fun movie. Right. Like, they're just like, um, I've seen Tarkovsky, so this is trash. <laughs> or like, I worship at the altar of Godard. Like, I like those. I like those directors too. Right? right. I got some class up in this bitch, <laughs> but I can also appreciate two fake monsters beating the fucking bejesus out of one another for an hour and right. fifty-three minutes. I don't need it to be beautiful. I just need it to be monsters fucking each other up. That's all I need in life. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like you, you can have like apples and oranges fucking exist like they they coexist together yeah have a coke and a smile and shut the fuck up is basically like yeah that's what i just want to say to these people yeah like you don't have to look at this movie with the same eyes and brain that you do with like you know um you know a, a tarantino film or you know uh uh fucking uh, like Goodfellas or The Godfather or, you know, some fucking classic that, you know, you can wax philosophically about for four hours. Like, you know, it. that's the great thing about movies is like there's diversity. And yeah, the, those people that like Star Wars, I think, is a fantastic example. And I've, you know, gone on the soapbox before, so I'll try and avoid it. But just, you know, like people want to get so deep into it. And I'm just like, like Ted, like you always say, it ain't that deep fam. It ain't that deep fam. <laughs> yeah. Like just, in, just in, enjoy it. Like it, it's there for you to have big, dumb fun. And it, it's, it's not meant for you to, it, there's, let's just say it this way. There's a reason why we can only talk about this movie for like 45, 50 minutes. Because <laughs> yeah. and, and there ain't over. shit to say about it other than cool. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we can say cool a couple different ways. Like we had to crack open a thesaurus to to figure out, you know, what else we could say about it. But <clears throat> yeah. Um, I don't know. That That's that's my uh, rant for, for the week. I um, That's a good one. I, you know, I liked the movie. It wasn't perfect, but I thought it was a, a nice sort of send off uh, or, or wrapping up of the, the current crop or current generation or what have you yeah. of, uh, of these uh, legendary monster verse pictures. Um, I did like, I saw that um, I believe it was the, the writers of the film said that, you know, we didn't write a post credit scene. Um, because we felt like this had a good finality to the current stories. And, you know, we don't just want to feed something out there just to feed something out there. Right. Yeah, that makes so sense. So that, that gives me some hope that if they do continue with these movies, and it looks like this one is actually making good money. Um, mm-hmm. So it looks like there's a, a good potential for there to be some more of them. Um, it, sure. it looks like they've got some people involved that have some fucking brains and are just going to be like what's the next thing we could do, you know, right. um, and, and just throwing something out there. So that's cool. Um, I'm always down for more Godzilla movies or Kong movies or both for that matter, you know? Yeah. Um, as long as they're good, please God, let them be good. <laughs> yeah. Let's just not turn it into a money machine for money's sake. Let's, you know, 
let's do do like this and like Godzilla 2014. Let's put a little bit of thought and effort into it, not just uh, you know, bang it out for the sake of making money. Even though I know that's that's what the business is about is making money, but it's also about making pictures. So yeah, but overall, I fucking love this movie. I can't wait to watch it again. Um, I'm really hoping that we'll get the chance to go see it in IMAX. Yeah, I think uh, I think when I finally splurge and buy a 4K TV, um, this will be the first movie I watch on it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, and either this or 2001 A Space Odyssey. It's going to be maybe back to back. It'll be just a great Friday night. Yeah, I, I'm I'm really curious to see if there there's any difference between because like what I watched on HBO, you know, my, my TV is 4k and, um, you know, it it just, it streams in whatever your TV is optimized for, you know, it kind of spells that out for you on HBO. And so, uh, but you know, even though it's streaming in 4k, I'm curious to see if like the digital, the, the hard copy version would be like a smidge better in in quality than right. like the streaming yeah, version. Yeah, it, it usually is. Uh, physical media is usually almost but almost always better than uh yeah, than streaming. Yeah. So, um I I mean I don't know. Like I feel like I'd I'd much rather go buy a PS5 <laughs> so I can have a 4K uh right. Blu-ray player as opposed to going to buy an actual 4K Blu-ray player. Um, but yeah, um, Ted, any final thoughts on Godzilla versus Kong other than it's awesome? Um, no, I mean, I, I really enjoyed it. I talked to some other friends not affiliated with the podcast about it, and they also gave uh, pretty glowing reviews about it. <laughs> One of my friends actually sent me a, a direct message. And I was just like, dude, this movie fucking rules. It was like four... <laughs> four dms of like two words each um <laughs> so that's pretty glowing praise like i said it's 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 not high art but it's not trying to be it's just a dumb fun movie you can turn your brain off for and watch monsters fight and you yeah know, sometimes that's that's all you need sometimes that's what you need um and god damn it we got it with this one and um i'm i'm so satisfied with it uh i know that they don't give a fuck about my opinion but they got it they they got my my Chuck Norris two thumbs up, so yeah, I, I loved it. Uh, would you like to transition into shit that does not suck? Uh, yes, by all means, good sir, let us do that. Okay. Would you like me to fire off mine first? If you want. Sure. So for my shit that doesn't suck for this week and this episode is a newly released documentary on HBO Max um, called Persona. So yeah, if you um, have HBO Max and you uh, if you got it just so you could watch Godzilla vs. Kong, you can check out this documentary. Join the club. That's what I did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, join join the fam, fam. Um, but yeah, it's, it's called Persona colon the dark truth of behind personality tests. And... Uh, it was only like, I think an hour and a half maybe. Um, so I, I, I was like, all right, not too big of a commitment, but holy shit, does it pack a punch for an hour and hour and a half hour and 45 minute, uh, uh, documentary. Like I was 
<clears throat> I was a sobbing mess by the end of it. It's a, uh, I don't know. I, I'm hesitant to go into too many details. Uh, you just kind of have to watch it, but you know, it's, it's mostly about the Myers Briggs test. Uh, it, it gives a lot of good history behind how the Myers Briggs test came about. Um, the, and the, the mother and daughter team that developed the test and then how the, the test kind of evolved over the years and how all, all these other sites like 16 personalities and, you know, all, all these other, the other free sites that, that are out there that, you know, where you can get, get your personality type like ENFT and ENFP, INFJ or whatever. Um, and it just, it, it, it kind of focuses on that. Plus like this side story of this, uh, this kid with autism who like couldn't get a job because every time he would fill out an application, like he would have to take a personality test and he would always like quote unquote fail the personality test. It was just like heartbreaking. Um, and I was like, God, like personality tests are really fucked up now. <laughs> like I, I just, I can't look at them the same again. So, uh, yeah, I, I cannot recommend this documentary enough. It's a good one. Um, doesn't take up too much of your time. So definitely suggest checking it out. So, well, yeah. Um, yeah, I, uh, I am one of those people who just got HBO max, um, solely to watch Godzilla versus Kong and then the new Mortal Kombat movie. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm just going to be real about it, fam. Um, my, so my body is ready uh, for that one as well yeah uh we're gonna do an episode about that too i'm sure when it comes out yeah. um i uh man i, I just I've, I've been busy lately i've got some projects around the house so i haven't i haven't watched as many movies as i'm uh as i normally have but uh the other night i did catch something great i'd seen it once before but it'd been a long time so i, I rewatched it and that's called attack the block hmm. this is a uh uh, a, a British film. Um, it garnered a lot of acclaim and got some great praise when it was released back about uh, eight or 10 years ago. It stars John Boyega um, in one of his early roles, maybe his first role. I'm not hundred percent sure on that, but he's definitely a baby in this movie. Um, wow. And, uh, and uh, some other people who I'm not familiar with because I, you know, don't watch a lot of British movies, unfortunately, but uh, right. Um, they are a gang of like uh, um, a gang, basically a London street gang um, who become the epicenter. Uh, their block becomes the epicenter of an alien invasion. Um, so they kind of go out trying to uh, protect the block or attack the block. That's where the name comes from, but it's very funny. It's kind of a horror sci-fi comedy, um, but it's, it's, mostly a comedy um there are some kind of scary bits um not not anything too like terrible and and obviously with it being like an alien invasion film some sci-fi stuff um heavy on the comedy and some genuinely genuinely laugh out loud moments so um had a lot of fun revisiting that attack the block i definitely recommend it if you're into uh if you're into that kind of stuff yeah um it sounds good i mean i'm i'm definitely a fan of john boyega and i been meaning to check out more of his stuff because i definitely liked his role in the uh the recent star wars movies so. yeah he deserved better in those films <laughs> that's all yeah. i'll say about that that that's another that's another box that's another was... topic for another time but uh yeah <laughs> for sure uh 
Godzilla vs. Kong, final thoughts, thumbs up. Uh, check out our shit that doesn't suck. You can find out more about the podcast at geekgaragepodcast.com or on any of the various social media sites, which David will kindly link in the show notes. Indeed. Um, we ask that if you dug the podcast, you can support us in, uh, or excuse me, we ask that if you did dig the podcast, that you support us in a couple of different ways. The easiest and cheapest, aka freest way to do that is by subscribing on any of the various podcast platforms that you like. Uh, we're on all of them. And if we're not, we want to be. And if they cost money, we don't want to be. But generally speaking, <laughs> we want to be. Uh, also, you can leave us a, a like or a review if you are so inclined and the service supports that. If you are feeling generous, you can throw us a couple of doll hairs uh, via Patreon. Becoming a patron mm-hmm. is cheap. There are tiers at $2 and $5, and you get some pretty cool stuff, uh, including a button and sticker set that is exclusive to patrons. Dave and I actually have been having some conversations this week about new things to give to our uh, lovely, lovely patrons um, so that they will be inclined to continue giving us money that we may definitely not spend on uh, cocaine. (laughs) Right. It will go back to the podcast, we promise. Um, Excuse me. So if you're into that, you can find all the details in the show notes uh, and uh, on the various social media platforms. And of course, we have the Facebook page, which we talk about every show. Um, that's where we have our polls and our different discussions. That's, uh, was it uh, fans of the Geek Garage podcast, David? Something like that? It's, it's uh, on Facebook. Yeah. Just find it. Just, yeah. Just, just just find it. Geek Garage podcast. <laughs> How hard can it be? Geek Garage fans podcast and fans right? and listeners. Yeah. Yeah, sure. It's something. None of this matters. Um, tell your friends. They'll tell their friends. And then pretty soon the whole world knows about us and still nobody will give a shit. That's how, that's how it works, right? Yes. That's exactly yeah. how it works. David, I stole your thunder. Do you have any other final thoughts? No. Uh, you, you said it perfectly. I love it. Um, All right. Yeah. Uh, Kong was great. Uh, or, uh, God. Godzilla vs. Kong. Kong was, was great. great. Godzilla was better. Uh, right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. That was that was his thing. Um, yes. Be kind. Stay geeky. Eat lots of cheesecake. And we'll see you next time. Bye. Mm-hmm.